Hi guys, this is Kendra Kamer with the Candidly Kendra podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 26, 2021. And today we're going to talk about learning how to be a spiritual self-feeder. Are you curious what I mean by that? Stay tuned and I'll tell you all about it. Steve and I had the adventure of living in Barcelona, Spain for four years. What a beautiful place. The architecture is unbeatable. If you're into architecture, you've got to go check it out. The coffee was amazing. In fact, that's where we both learned to drink coffee and love it. And the pastries make my heart ache even still. Oh man, they know their way around their pastries. We made great friends. We had a comfortable home. But one thing was missing. Though we attended church faithfully the whole time we lived in Barcelona and made many great friends, we never felt quite at home in church. It probably had something to do with our feeble grasp of the local language Catalan. Though we could communicate with individuals in Spanish, sermons were always preached in Catalan. As we strained to recognize words in that unfamiliar language, our minds inevitably wandered. But that is when God taught us to be self-feeders of his word. We began a practice of keeping the Sabbath on Mondays, taking a half day with the Lord, we called it, to spend time with him, studying, praying, listening, learning, and growing in his word. What a beautiful gift those Mondays became for us. So here are four tips for you if you are in a season of self-feeding. Number one keep going to church. (laughs) If God has you in a season where the church isn't your main resource for spiritual growth, don't give up. Trust his command to not give up meeting together, as it says in Hebrews 10, 25. Attend faithfully. Be a light to the church community through your friendship, through your service. Maybe God will surprise you. After living in Barcelona for four years, God used the prayers of one of the young women in the church to greatly encourage me in a difficult time. When I look back at our time in Spain, I remember that there was a community of believers there, living as lights in the darkness in a secular city, praying over that city, not giving up. Secondly, find your delight. When we had our half day with the Lord on Mondays in Barcelona, we each had a favorite way to spend the day. Steve would take a long commute to get to Dunkin' Donuts. Yep, the same one (laughs) that you probably have in your town. And he would sit with his coffee and donuts. He loved to listen to sermons, probably Tim Keller, and take meticulous notes. Well, on the other hand, I stayed in our beautiful neighborhood. I went to my own favorite local cafe, ordered a pastry and a coffee. Mm -hmm. Man, I miss those. (laughs) And spent hours journaling and studying the Bible. Others on our team sat by the beach or listened to their favorite worship music. We each had our own ways to self-feed with God's word. No one way was best. What was best is that we connected with God according to our own interests, according to how he made us. So what would you do with a half day with the Lord? Well, number three, my third tip for you is open your Bible. To be a self-feeder, the most important thing you can do is to read the Bible. Don't fall into the temptation to make your time with God all about your words, your needs. Open the Bible and let God show you who he is. Let him show you how you fit into his bigger picture. You'll be so encouraged to see his heart for you and his greater plan for your life. 
There are many ways you can do this. Here's a few that I can suggest to you. Number one, you can follow a daily reading plan in the Bible, such as, for example, the Daily Audio Bible Podcast. You can do a Bible word study. I tried to explain how to do this once on one of my Tuesday Talks videos. You can find the link for that on my website. You can pray through the Psalms. Just open your Bible up to the Psalms. Read them, but read them as a prayer to God. You can read the Bible like a book. Pick a narrative book and read through it the way you would read a regular book. See the bigger picture then of how the stories tie together. I like to do this because sometimes we get caught up in the minute studies of the Bible. What does this word mean? What is this verse about? And I think it can be a nice change to read a bigger section of scripture at a time. You can try a concept study. Read through the New Testament, for example, taking notes of all the names Jesus calls himself, or that all the times Jesus interacts with women, or all the parable teachings. Another thing you can do is to work on memorization. Pick a few great verses and practice those until you have them in your mind and you can work on them anytime, even when you're not sitting in front of your notes. (laughs) Is there one of these that you'd like to try? Number four, practice the presence of God. I highly recommend the paradigm shifting book, The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. Have you read that one? In this book, Brother Lawrence explains how he used the otherwise brainless time he spent doing menial work. Well, he used it to connect with God deeply. Here's what the description on the back cover of that book says. As a humble cook, Brother Lawrence learned an important lesson through each daily chore. The time he spent in communion with the Lord should be the same, whether he was bustling around the kitchen with several people asking questions at the same time, or whether he was on his knees in prayer. He learned to cultivate the deep presence of God so thoroughly in his own heart that he was able to joyfully exclaim, I am doing now what I will do for all eternity. I'm blessing God, praising him, adoring him, and loving him with all my heart. You guys, that was all while he was peeling potatoes day in and day out. (laughs) Do you ever do mundane tasks? Are you stuck in the car at the school pickup line? Are you waiting for baseball practice to end? Are you doing the dishes? Are you peeling potatoes? Are you folding the laundry? All day long, we walk through mundane tasks. Listen, this is an ideal time to tune your heart to God's. Talk to him about your day, practice those memory verses, or pray breath prayers. Have you ever done a breath prayer? These are really neat. What you do is you inhale, And as you inhale, it just matches your regular breathing. You say a name of God, either out loud or to yourself, probably to yourself, so that your breathing isn't interrupted. So you might say, Emmanuel, as you inhale. And then exhale and pray, help me trust. Emmanuel, inhale, help me trust. Exhale. You can change the name of God you're using according to your own preference. You can change your prayer request to God according to your own needs. I thought breath prayers would be so repetitive and kind of silly, rote, useless, but no. (laughs) I was doing the dishes and I found that these prayers had become part of my, a repetitive prayer to God, almost like the way a song got stuck in my head and I loved it. I was praying to God without even realizing it, but connecting with him continually throughout the day. I highly recommend it. But how can you connect with God? in the mundane. But listen, 
it's maybe not just for a season. What if self-feeding becomes a cherished habit? What if it is something that you look forward to? Wouldn't it be wonderful if these times with God aren't just a resource that you turn to in a difficult season, but an essential resource for your walk with God all the time? In fact, what if that dry season was God's way of getting you to this place of self-feeding all along? Thanks, guys. You can find out more and get a link to Brother Lawrence's book, The Practice of the Presence of God, through my website, candidlykendrakay.com slash spiritual self-feeder, with dashes between those words. I hope you guys have an awesome day, and I'll be back again with another podcast for you later on.